listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. What is Africa to me? Copper Sun or Scarlet Sea, Jungle Star or Jungle Track, Strong Bronze Men or Regal Black, Women from Whose Loins I Sprang when the birds of eden sang or three centuries removed from the scenes his fathers loved spicy grove cinnamon tree what is africa to me so i lie who all day want no sound except the song sung by wild barbaric birds goading massive jungle herds juggernauts of flesh that pass trampling tall defiant grass where young forest lovers lie plighting trough beneath the sky so i lie who always hear though i cram against my ear both my thumbs and keep them there great drums throbbing through the air so i lie whose font of pride dear distress and joy allied is my somber flesh and skin with the dark blood damned within hey welcome to the black guy Tips podcast your host rod and Karen. uh you seen black panther yet that's the universal black greeting for february 2018 oh everybody and if you say no you will get clowned and if nobody asks you you'll come ah! what that mean if nobody asks you even the white folks be asking you i asked all the brothers at my gym today at the basketball court hey man you seen that black panther yet and then they say yes and then we do the five and then we do wakanda forever sign you know as is customary but there was one brother that i didn't ask because i know he a republican and shit and i was like no probably ain't see it you probably hate those you're like why can't we see all panthers i bet if it was a white panther you'd be upset it'd be racist you know so Duh. i just decided it wasn't uh wasn't even worth it guys i feel you on that one uh at any rate um this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search all of those platforms um and we'll be there leave us five star reviews and we will read them on the air the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and of course the official metal is vibranium uh <laughs> at this point um uh, all right let's see what should we start um uh, so feedback you can leave us five star reviews we read them on the air as long as they're nice we got one this week on all of itunes and all of stitcher because y'all was slacking probably just spending too much time watching black, black panther. panther for the fifth time we'll uh play any voicemails we got through the week 704-557-0186 leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less we'll play them on the air um we'll also read comments the black guy who tips.com is where we put up our episodes you can go leave comments on each episode let us know what you think and we'll take the time out to uh to read those and let you know what we think there's polls on each episode you can vote in the poll you can even leave a comment directly on the poll like we have a myriad of ways for you to contact us in the last way the black guy tips at gmail.com you can email us and we'll read your email on the air um so uh that should be everything of course a lot of people donate to the show they go to the blackoutist.com on the right hand side they donate what do they get for that nothing not a damn thing they just love our show and they want us to be here and they say let me go put a little something on it and we shout them out every time the name comes up yeah we do when we get the email last week was a little hard okay last week <laughs> my phone and yahoo and my computer did not want to work but uh we tried to shout out as many people as possible but we're gonna try to do it again today choir play me a song Depression, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. 
Kavis D. Thank you, Kavis, for this recurring donation. Yes. Annie P, we appreciate you, Annie. Mm-hmm. Is that for Annie Pearson? Mm-hmm. Annie, are you okay? Annie and Tess. Uh, Nidra D. Thank you, Nidra. Yes. Nicholas Z. Thank you, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Bomani Jones. Thank you very much, Bo. Hey, Bo. Laura E. Thank you so much. Miss Hathaway. We appreciate you. I like that name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she related to Donnie Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Rita May C. Thank you. Pete B. Appreciate you. Renate M. Thank you, Renate. Mm-hmm. Olivia from Chicago. You guys know her. Rad Film Lawyer. Yes. Ricky A. Pretty Ricky, what they call uh david s david from brooklyn appreciate your day we do black film press comics we appreciate you too we do armand b thank you armand mm-hmm. brina h appreciate you brina hey brina we got a recurring donation from calfani g thank you calfani yes chris from hawaii always shouting us out mm-hmm. thank you chris brianna f thank you mm-hmm. or is it brianna i hope i pronounced it right sorry if i messed it up but uh appreciate you for donating okay let's see who else we got here okay that one don't want to load all right so now we're running into last week's problems <laughs> awesome had right. a good run who's doing all right aisha b Aisha b i think we got her and then back to okay how about this one shirley wong esquire please say the esquire okay. you better say it she earned it she worked long and hard for that esquire come okay? on some of y'all is kind of bullshit come up off that esquire okay guys uh cedric w thank you said appreciate you mm-hmm. let's see who else we got here uh keeps trying to go back to the same email that won't open <laughs> my brother i think i shouted him out last week uh let's see who else we got here design t thank you design yeah it does keep going back to that one email quinone sd thank you quinones i hope i pronounced that right celeste m thank you celeste uh who else joy m thank you so much joy um let's see who else we got alfonso m thank you alfonso um yeah it looks like there's just one email that won't load uh damien jackson i am for real autumn w thank you autumn and these last three do not want to load cal k okay that one came in and we'll just wait on the rest for the rest of the show all right guys play me out smile can you just smile for me <laughs> and my people say oh 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 all right let's read our five star reviews we got one phone on itunes from the u.s kenny jack says five stars 1619 is the title of this so i'm assuming it refers to episode 1619 which was our feedback episode Mm -hmm. black panther delivered um kenny jacks goes on to say i recently went to a school board meeting because they decided to reorganize our school system it was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's always be some bullshit it was so shady they had a presentation about it on tuesday and a vote on thursday no forewarning to the parents if i hadn't live facebook tuesday 
uh no one would have known and by the way they answered questions on thursday it was already a done deal they're splitting up the school by grade and busing kids across town i didn't get too wild but i asked them stern questions and we'll be at the next meeting clown clowning again kenny jacks yo good for you for getting involved going up there and they do do that Ask- bullshit when they know most people parents be at work you don't want to have it at night because they don't want parent interaction yeah good for you asking questions right like- because um, <clears throat> i don't care what nobody say normally when they redistrict and shit you know what that mean they doing something against black and brown people nine times out of ten that's what redistricting removing around busting up school systems that's what that shit that's a cold word for we trying to desegregate yeah and also it's a good um it's actually a good um way to tell what's going to happen to your kid's future these are the decisions that affect your kid you know for a long period of time so good for you all right uh let's get into comments we had some on the uh, episode on the website the black episode 1619 black panther delivered we had one comment <clears throat> matthew delano says growth and development y'all truly champion this damn i love y'all black panther was everything i cried too brethren and then when i got home and was processing through the experience on this film with rebecca my wonderful wife and sexy best friend i cried way more and while i'm listening to you both speak how you are conditioned how we are conditioned in this fucked up society as young black boys i was balling at work uh listening to you all show the past 2.5 years has been so mind-opening and therapeutic and truly helped me to not only pursue my dreams but become a better man husband and father but you both have helped me to continue to grow and develop into a fully formed human being i will go back to school this fall at 35 to pursue my career in social work and counseling so i can finally get paid to do what i love help our people to grow and develop thank you both i love you like family bless up yourselves uh empaths unite thanks man thank you yeah do what you gotta do so proud of you I, you know because like i said my love for Pilar is 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 genuine and true and so i am proud that you made that decision and this is something that you've been wanting to do go ahead on congratulations yeah i i think uh i think uh it's cool to go back and you know to try to help people it's never too late to live your passion never um and i'm i am glad that you know we kind of challenge some boundaries and stuff because that's that's kind of what we here for but also it's the journey that we're on so we are just being honest and and truthful with our audience and sometimes you know we're gonna get it wrong or sometimes we're gonna make mistakes sometimes we're gonna people are gonna disagree with us they're gonna feel like we're way out here on the pad ledge but uh one thing this show has done is tied me down i'm not i'm never really by myself like no. I, sometimes i feel like i'm by myself um one because i am you know uh introvert and i stay you know i try to stay away from people i don't want to be the life of everybody's party and shit but then also because um you know uh it's just like you know people can kind of drain you sometimes so uh a lot of times you know i come to the we come to this the mic and it's just my goal is to be as honest and forthright as possible and to uh not try to like i said i don't want to die the same way that you come in i don't want to just live my life as an eternal you know 18 year old boy you know like i feel like a lot of what we call manhood is that right you know like it's the reason that we don't bat an eye when we see like an old ass man that's just like trying to fuck 19 year olds for the rest of his life no one ever says like is leonardo dicaprio like 
emotionally stunted he's just trying to fuck 19 year old models for the rest of his life how do you develop real connections with people we don't ever ask that of men you know mm-hmm. so um you know I, I but i do find that you know it's a lot of the trappings of what we claim is normal or okay for men a lot of those things keep us in those boxes and i don't want to be that kind of person so you know i don't i don't think it's that uh at least to me i i I was glad that you know while some people mocked me for being like yeah i cried man the movie was great i felt seen some people a lot of other people a lot of people came through i was like yo i cried too like i teared up a few times so i was like you know if it's if i'm the kind of dude that makes people be able to admit that that's i think the world would be a better place because we as black men don't need to spend our whole lives in a fucking like box of i don't never cry i'm the hardest nigga ever we don't need that no it is not healthy for for the men it is not healthy for the people around the men it's not healthy for their children and their wives and their and their lovers and their significant others it's not it's just not healthy it's you you can't build good relationships like that like it you're not a well-rounded human being and a lot of the things i i know i for myself i can speak a lot of things that i i share just things i've observed things that i've personally experienced growth that i've had because the person that you're hearing now at 39 i've changed grown and evolved a lot i'm talking about a lot Mm. i've been through hurt i've been through pain up and down left and right to get to this point so a lot of times you know they're my personal experiences that i'm sharing but they are true and a lot of times people think that when people share things because it does not directly affect them or they think it does not directly affect them or impact them they disregard it because their family and their friends or they loved ones or they assume that their family and their friends or their loved ones but a lot of times they don't have communications with these people they don't really ask they don't know they make assumptions that nobody in my family has experienced that or these women around me have never been affected by this and a lot of that is lack of communication with people around you and i think for me personally i've just learned just to be truthful and i i'm realizing uh particularly with the internet most people aren't truthful online most people have an image that they want to present online and they're always on yeah i think also you can kind of tell like i think part of the reason we're more successful than uh some shows is because we share that you know like it's it's a fine line because you have to pick you know what I mean? yeah, like you're right you have to like pick. i can kind of be a personality i can kind of hide myself i can kind of keep a lot to myself and we do keep a lot of shit to ourselves but there's also a level of like you know are you are you willing to step out on the ledge and kind of trust trust fall into your audience and um as much as you know people would consider what we're doing like to be like you know either great brave or groundbreaking or different or whatever for black a lot of it is just us finding our our space because then there's a lot of people that that hit us back like oh no i go through that too correct and a lot of those people feel alone because you know the world makes you feel like something's wrong with you if you as a man show emotion as a man love your wife and love your kids and take care of them as a you know as a man who let's say you're a house husband say hey i'm the one to stay at home or i'm the one to take care of the kids you know society in general that's that masculinity that fragile masculinity want you to feel like there's something wrong with you and even as adults people will not admit this we still fall into peer pressure you know everybody always assume that's something that children did with no adults do it too we all deal with it in various types of ways but a lot of times peer pressure can be devastating to your spiritual mental growth yeah 
um all right we had a poll did you enjoy black panther yes or i haven't seen it yet uh 90 percent of our audience said yes they did enjoy black panther and 10 percent haven't seen it yet um the comments mike says i'm white is it safe for me to go of course it's safe for you to go mm-hmm. what do you think we're gonna do to you and they didn't get these billions of dollars with just our with just our money right yeah think yeah this shit made all that money think we just saw it mm-hmm. come on man a lot of white folks was up in there having the time of their lives and they buying their kids black panther shit too sam replied to mike it says lol he's white is it safe for him to go lol roll my fucking lap roll on the floor laugh my ass off whoa this is why we can't have nice things sigh lakita says mike is there a specific reason that a specific theater would not be safe for you the stories of people getting attacked are not true that's not even safe for black people uh if it were true i think you're fine mimi this is turned to an intervention for mike yes. mimi said mike i just saw it in london you're totally fine lol <laughs> rockstar said i was shocked to see that this poll was 100 percent. must be the colonizers who didn't like the panther long live the king uh well no uh 90 percent is yes and then 10 percent is i haven't seen it yet so it's not uh you know i don't know if people didn't like it because i did not yeah. let them have that option on the poll right and, and you and you'll be all right mike i i it's nothing to be scared of like i said a lot of the shit people put out there were hoax and it was not real and it was not true most people are going having a good time i think roger's seen it again this week i want to see it again in imax uh to be honest with you mike uh i'm not gonna lie to you don't go your ass out there because i will fuck you up if i see if i see a white man at black panther mm-mm, no this no, our shit who no, don't you believe black, black people only he, he messed with you you're gonna be in one of the memes i'll throw acid on your face no he won't jay says i love that no wasn't an option on this poll because if you didn't like black panther we don't know you lol yeah <laughs> i didn't want to get him an option no. say they didn't like it no trolls for this one um let's see what else we got uh episode sixteen twenty principal mary joe clark this one we had our girl coke of the molecules of shit podcast yes. on the mtr network yeah um and we got a lot of comments seven comments yeah i um, love to have a home she's so much fun she was fun and we had a great time um so let me see what the uh number or what the comments were um brooklyn shoebay says thank you for having coke on the show representation does matter in my 45 years of life i've only met three black women in math and science professions i had a black woman doctor in my er in my 30s i was in shock as an asthmatic i spent a large amount of time in the er as a kid in the team and i never met uh or seen a black lady md i literally stared at her during my entire albut uh albut treatment my daughter's math teacher is a young black woman when i met her on the parent teacher night i just nodded like a idiot this woman was maybe 12 15 years older than my 12 year old i never knew math teachers could be young black and dynamic now my daughter is interested in her school stem and drama program in fifth grade she thought math and science was just not for her yeah you know what i'm gonna be what's gonna be interesting too is uh to see how many black girls take up stuff like stem and shit because of like shuri right and uh because they they did shuri right like they didn't just have i mean like it's a different version of shuri in the comics but they didn't just have shuri as like uh like a goofy nerd she wasn't uh she was like funny cool cool. she could dress she had all the jokes she uh, was herself she could fight and she was like directing the palette and stuff like she did all this shit at the same time and that was so cool like 
i feel like a lot of a lot of black little black girls gonna walk out and she's like the youngest one in the movie so like i feel like a lot of little black girls gonna watch out walk out of there like yo i you know this she made that shit look cool and sure that science in the movie isn't necessarily quote-unquote real but a lot of times it takes that kind of inspiration to make someone make a real life thing you know i think white people kind of take it for granted because you know every person in marvel is like a a fucking genius and science person like every that representation isn't that hard to find but for a lot of times for black kids and especially black girls it is hard to find right miss 1ko says wow that's so interesting representation matters on many levels i'd love to say it's for the kids but i'm a grown woman it was nice to see a nerdy cute black lady who was a tech genius on a platform that will be seen not only by our people that resonated with me i'm in stem and was brainwashed at an early age that i will be an engineer thanks mom but i always loved numbers math and physics and in college there was a bunch of us then when we got jobs it was like oh only older men with less melanin great teaching is also a form of representation that is highly undervalued elizabeth says great show guys tbgwt is my favorite podcast by far cue up the good work y'all thank you elizabeth thank you appreciate you she just chimed in just to say that thank you sugar pop says please find a white people cover of that little pump song for your next white people news segment please and thank you i don't even know how you would find that shit that i don't know uh, i'll see what i can do sim simma says i had the flu and y'all have tried to kill me several times this episode when karen says stay white woman and die and rod cracked up <laughs> i had a coughing fit and had to pause the episode lululemon pants and arms folded Woo, I uh those jokes nearly killed me. I have been so angry at the principal and I so needed that laugh to ease the pressure. Absolutely love having Kokwe on the show. I have been following her on Twitter since Twib days and she is br- brilliant and delightful. She really is, y'all. Yeah, she was fun. She, uh, she didn't even really quit us that that show, so. I'm surprised. We normally get a few quits. Miss 1KO says, and that little pump character is not black, but he quickly blamed the blacks for robbing him, but people give him a pass though. Shaking my head. I don't know anything about that dude. Uh, Evie said, and I don't want to. No, sometimes, I'm good. by the way, this happens all the time on social media. Sometimes somebody will send me something and I'll be like, yeah, I don't care. I didn't want to know about this and I'm going to just ignore it. Like, I don't be rude to him, but I just be like, I'm not even clicking on this shit because it ain't worth it. Y'all about to ruin the joke or the imagery or the whatever the illusion is behind the joke with the seriousness of it. Like, okay, that dude's a colonizer. Cool. Like, moving on eve says hearing about that principal is no surprise i have a friend who used to be a vice principal for a charter school in new york and she said that the principal who was a white woman seemed to take the light on calling the police on the kids for the slightest infraction not everyone was meant to be an educator and just because the school isn't in the south it doesn't mean the children are subject to racism come on the poll was do you think some people on the left were duped by russia's social media uh propaganda because you know it came out that it wasn't just the trump stuff mm-hmm. they were kind of stoking the quote-unquote both sides especially the extremes yes sir and uh, a lot of the bernie sanders shit was uh supported from russians a lot of the hillary slander came from russian propaganda um and my thing is everyone always looks at the trump voters like when are y'all gonna finally wake up in the middle i realize russia Never. duped you and they duped uh the gop into supporting them and um if y'all y'all need to go ahead and and, and admit it and and then and we then can what and then what like nobody's gonna change their votes and then what 
right but that that's kind of the but i've heard that a lot though the like and then if y'all admit this then we can finally have uh a reckoning of what's what's really going on mm-hmm. but it don't work like that but i feel you but 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 the trump people don't really um back down from it Mm-mm. and everybody goes well that's because they're trump people they're stupid da, da, da. but my thing is especially as of now you know feel a bit vindicated but now we know that the fucking russian people was also manipulating a lot of people that were on the spectrum of they're both the same jill stein bernie i'm not gonna vote protest vote those things um i don't expect any of the fucking people on the left that that fell for that shit to admit they fell for that shit i just don't expect them to you know i saw a couple people on my page that kind of said it but even with them they were more sensible i remember when they were like yeah i uh i actually i'm voting for hillary just because i don't want trump to win i remember the people that were kind of admitting it it's like well you already had kind of come around though i'm talking about people that went down with the ship of i'm not voting and i don't give a fuck we're gonna get a revolution where are they now you know are they are they going reading this shit going damn that kind of was me or are they just like fuck it i'm too smart i'm the most brilliant person you guys are sheep and i'm not you know uh, people call uh hillary voters especially black people sheep mm-hmm. well russia wasn't telling me how to vote though dog so who the sheep you know me or you <laughs> like a foreign power wants to destabilize our democracy and they're like yeah uh you're a sheep for trying for not being okay with that like whatever man anyway yes they fell for it or no they wouldn't they wouldn't they would have felt that way no matter what so basically they weren't like duped they 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 would have always kind of done whatever they were going to do with their vote it had nothing to do with russia 30 percent think that that hey them people was gonna like support bernie and or throw their vote away to jill stein or whatever the fuck anyway period or 70 percent of our audience says they think that those people kind of fell for it uh, it's a mixture well 70 30 so yeah uh lakita says i had people around me trying to prove to me that hillary was a murderer and shit yeah all people who have facebook i don't by the way i started to feel oh. like an anomaly in the hood found myself saying things like hillary is showing up work and obama endorsed her i had a friend who didn't vote at all yo the biggest impact that i think a lot of that propaganda had on the election is that black people could not be proud supporters of hillary clinton right and i don't have a problem with people who just genuinely were like i don't feel proud of supporting this woman i I, like if you genuinely felt that way and it just you would have felt that way no matter what because i was very mad to vote myself everybody was you know but there had there were people that worked on her campaign black women there were people that advised her campaign black women there were people that uh you know had that that allied themselves with her campaign there were other politicians and shit and even they couldn't really truly come out and be like this is a historical candidate the most qualified person to run this office and it's a woman and i should be able to say i'm proud of her and i want her to win correct but it's like everyone had to make a concession and it just tells you how big the fucking gag was on everyone that everyone had to do the well listen i'm not saying that this was good that was good people that support trump just come out i i like trump they well he did this fuck. that and the other well no, look he like he did that but they don't have nothing to do with this and i and then they start telling you why they don't like hillary and that's it you know so like it was 
it was kind of a different tenor to the whole election in my opinion like i've never seen an election of the ones i've lived through that's my first time seeing it that way where people had to be like yeah but i mean yeah okay you know for a candidate that was obviously qualified compared to a very unqualified candidate come on so i feel like they kind of won the 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 pr game before it even got started Mm -hmm. um by the way i started to feel like anomaly in the hood if i'm so i had a friend who didn't vote at all had the fuck all i knew was that um my friends who had facebook sounded crazy the night of the election i simultaneously thought y'all did this and the only good that could come from this is the activation it will cause cue the song we're not gonna take it the activation swelled my heart even though it can't last because people get tired wait did i answer your question yes lives fell for it too (laughs) yeah i don't know this is sad to me it's more sad than anything right excuse me right yes sad and very disappointing yeah because i just don't expect people to admit it no matter what happens no matter what so um anyway uh 1621 the nuance of black panther had an episode in the end we kind of spoiled it for black panther uh we talked spoilers and shit it's been a week i don't know what the fuck the i did the spoiler limit is for people but these these comments we got 11 of them may have spoilers in them so just let y'all know you've been warned desiree says i'm living in japan it's pure hell when you don't want to be spoiled movies usually come out in japan anywhere from weeks to months after the u.s release so i have muted literally every character name i could think of wakanda black panther everything i always have to do this when the internet gets excited saying with podcasts i read the description so i don't i know i gotta say this episode for another time or skip ahead or something while i most definitely will complain about being spoiled i'm not a weirdo so i don't demand that people talk about stuff i want them to i don't like when people do it to me so i don't do it to other folks right but you can be damn sure my mute list is ridiculous right now i can't see this movie until march first at at the black history and i miraculously remained unspoiled only uh spoilers i've seen are names so far and the rest are jokes that i don't understand because they have no context to me (laughs) excuse me and what's been funny (laughs) and uh social media has even particularly twitter has even made a running joke about how you drop shit and nobody knows the context and those memes have been hilarious because if you get the context you'll start laughing you don't get the context, you'll be like why the fuck they got them old man sandals out there and you know so it has been actually hilarious you made me think about that with that comment baby yeah i think it's the the hashtag is spoil black panther without something um so yeah yeah talking about when you yeah yeah talking about uh when you drop a uh when you drop a, a line without spoiling there's something yeah, crazy black, like that black panther spoiler without spoiling or something right. like that anyway oh no black panther spoiler out of context i think right the name that's of it. the name of it anyway i'm in china uh black nor dynamite says i'm in china and we don't get it till march 9th so consider yourself lucky kinda good god think pretty smart says america loves to ignore the overlap between law enforcement and races they are starting to see the overlap between abuse of women in law enforcement it will be six years of of sundays before they accept that we can't infiltrate a lot of these race-based terrorist groups because the investigators are members of the groups they're supposed to investigate correct with regard to not being seated at that spot follow your intuition society does a wonderful job of getting us second guess intuition i don't mean the ways in which fear causes unrealistic reactions female colonizers clutching their purses when a wakanda 
uh what kind of gets in the elevator i mean having a feeling you're being lied to without any hard evidence racists know exactly what they're doing because most better uh most know better than to come out and say no wakandans your money and vibranium ain't wanted here come on is it me or is vibranium just another example of the lack of creativity of colonizers they create a shield for one man otherwise only weaponizing it yet wakanda has it in fabrics medicine etc you made an observation not a criticism everyone doesn't understand words yeah you know it's just weird because um i don't know i definitely felt some type of um feeling that maybe that shit was racist but at the same time i just part of it is i don't want to react you know um so i just didn't want to be that person and and what a lot of people don't talk about is how even if you react to it you're kind of um it's still ruining your night it's still affecting you you know maybe you feel some sort of justice of i called this person out but my thing is like if i feel like you're being um if i feel like you're being racist or something then my immediately my first thought is like i don't want to eat here anyway right 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 like i'm not sitting at the counter at woolworths like you gonna serve me i'm sitting up here like why the fuck i want to eat racist food right you don't want my money yeah because like i said it's you know both of those restaurants whenever they come up i'm gonna have this i'm gonna second guess it twice like do i really want to go again yeah so i i don't know i think um yeah like i'm not trying to 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 excuse it is what Mm -hmm. i'm saying don't think that i'm saying it was okay i'm just saying like in that moment i'm just sitting there in my fucking like i'm rooting for everybody black shirt like do do i do i really feel like dealing with this yeah my fro was all puffed out and my earring african earrings and whatever the hell i had on like we was all in there i'm black y'all i'm black y'all i'm black and i'm black and i'm black y'all that's all she seen when we walked through the door yeah we've gone to that place before just not dressed that way correct never had a problem getting a seat or anything you know we've gone at different times of the day i don't you know but the whole point was you know as far as i was concerned everything about that place is ruined at, at for the moment so uh think pretty smart says came back to say i'm noticing a trend a lot of people who would rather be killmonger have an underlying belief that there are only two choices colonize or to colonize correct so they have no problem with him with his long game of colonizing the world but they have to there have to but there have to be several additional options what i've suggested it uh they want no parts of it coincidentally they are all being crazy right yeah right mm-hmm um don't say yeah i i think also um a big part of that is that uh people not paying attention to nakia because i've even seen people who are trying to like admonish t'challa and admonish uh killmonger and they'll say well t'challa only listened to killmonger after they had fought not and i was like he didn't listen to him no he didn't he listened to nakia none of that shit was killmonger's idea all that shit was nakia literally tells you in the beginning of the film this what the fuck you need to do that's it rt chick said uh i mean arctic chick says um this is such a great discussion of your views i have to admit i considered it they put it out of my mind for whatever reason however i'm watching a video of kugler break down that casino fight scene i have immense respect for the amount of thought he put into this movie you're doing exactly what he wants that struck me 
what struck me about the movie was the subtle nods to white privilege at the casino claws ratchet ass walked right through the metal detector heavily armed come on but the wakandans were eyed, eyed suspiciously also at the cia black site a random white woman gave a derisive look to a ka okoye and t'challa here's a link to cooler's video to watch and share later yeah i've seen that video uh mm-hmm. that was cool yeah i seen that white woman she was in the background but i was like yeah she looking at them kind of hard yeah at the video she sent i'm talking about she, i seen the video uh the youtube link you sent in this googler oh. it's a 10 minute video of him breaking down the fight in the casino scene it's dope uh falcons diva says i don't understand people getting mad about spoilers i knew to stay off social media until i saw the movie so from friday to sunday i avoided twitter and only made peaks at facebook even that was a mistake because i saw two posts that weren't necessarily spoilers but made it so i didn't enjoy the lines in the movies as much as i would have if i didn't see the post similarly i stay off social media during tgit at any other group watch show because i only watch sports live yeah you want to know it's funny um we went to uh seattle to see uh to be in um uh that pod con mm-hmm. we couldn't watch walking dead Mm-mm. we were also three hours behind everybody who was watching walking down the east coast right i didn't get spoiled because i just turned my fucking shit off and was like i'm not looking at this you know what i mean and this is of course an even bigger event but the point being like you had to take some personal level of responsibility right. because you know you're taking a risk every time you log on to social media and being upset at people for being humans and wanting to be excited and talk about the things that um that move them like fuck you you know what i mean That's like to a certain extent thing, right? like someone told me yesterday like spoiler some of us are broke as fuck and it's been and we haven't seen the movie i was like i don't know it's been over a week and i'm gonna talk about you know what block you'll never see a spoiler from me again fuck it like it's just not worth fighting about dog like sorry that you haven't seen it yet but if you're if you're really looking at all of twitter like i expect y'all to cater to me that's not how people work and i took that risk every time i watched something that get, could get spoiled and i've dealt with it and i you know what else i don't do bitch and complain go on people's mentions about it it's just not it's not a big deal falcons diva says um also i'm so upset you guys had to endure that racism had to go and see black panther it's like you come away from the beauty of wakanda back to reality as america come on that's why the movie is so resonates with people so much because it's actual black escapism yes it is i plan to go back to the beauty of wakanda this weekend the man has had his foot on my neck all this week i need to get away ah yeah i've seen it three times so far so good prof curry says i've been lush a lush fan for a while because of the kinds of organizations they support with charity pot uh this new trans initiative is fabulous just because i mean just became even more loyal customer thanks for sharing oh no problem and it is a wonderful product lush and, is great and we finally got some good news you know what i mean I know. to put in the lgbtq I, section come on so it was the reason to party up front mm-hmm uh cal says i agree with you guys this movie was deep as hell i love how the movie criticized wakanda for hoarding resources simply put this is a master class and adding layers and depth to your movie if i were a film student i would watch this over and over yeah the other thing i've noticed after the third time watching it they also just cut out all excess like right i like i, I heard it with the original runtime was uh four hours or so like almost four hours you can tell they just cut out everything that would possibly slow the movie down mm-hmm. everything like there was a scene where koye is supposed to be talking to her uh love uh and they're supposed to be debating this kill manga shit and they just took it out like they've done it in interviews they've talked about it. it's like yeah we just took it out because it, it slows the, the movie down and it's, it's ramping up to the end 
and i and i was thinking like most movies leave that in right and you could kind of tell that a conversation was was was, actually happened because you know he made a comment and she just looked at him and not trying funny that was enough for me to go oh nigga she don't agree with you and then we moved on versus you could say okay i could have seen them having a debate and that would have been her look at the end of their conversation right so i I just thought that was kind of interesting because you can i can't wait to get the blu-ray and see what all they cut out because you can just tell certain stuff is in there but they must have said nah that like we don't need to take it that far yeah and also you can tell that uh they took a lot of shit out uh because people fail to realize uh black women's faces can speak a thousand words by themselves like the way eyes are cut the way lips frown up the way eyebrows go up or down a frown can speak a zillion words you go oh, okay i know how you feel let's move on <laughs> so ain't that you don't got to say no words i just picture the, the editing room now like all right we got this scene where okoye talks to um talks to uh what's his name wabaki or whatever his name uh oh not why can't i remember his name now wakibi yeah it's when he talks to him and we okay just cut that out and have her just cut this part where she looks at him during the meeting we'll just it says that she's talked to that nigga like oh okay cool it says she disagrees all, all right. right let's let's truck it let's move on amani says it's always funny to hear people praise the work of art for its depth of thought and then get mad when people engage with it critically it really is really like that's the thing i have certain things i think it was lashonda who uh, the doctor who i saw on on facebook who described it perfectly and how i feel sometimes sometimes i look at something i get what i get from it i'd actually say most of the time actually i get what i get from it and i actually don't want to talk to nobody about it right i um i don't need you to come in and true with your opinion i don't need you to try to explain it to me i don't need you to criticize it and tell me how it's not perfect or whatever i'm capable of reaching capable of reaching those conclusions on my own but sometimes escapism for some of us is literally escapism we don't want to then talk about the real world and how this reflects everything nope i understand that and more often than not that's how i feel this movie um and i and that doesn't mean that i don't think deep thoughts about it and stuff right and it doesn't mean that i don't even consider what you said yeah i'm not even talking about that part i'm saying just in before we get to what other people say right i'm saying within myself a lot of times i'm like oh i noticed this thing and i noticed that thing and i see how people could view this that way but i also don't feel like talking about it Mm -mm. it's okay i don't have a responsibility i don't owe it to anybody to give them a discussion nope i'm just a human being sometimes people hit me up with like hey man i saw this thing what about that it's like you don't gotta hit me up with that fam we good you know like ain't, ain't, ain't no shade to you at all like completely understand your point of view dog but i just personally don't even wanna like have to debate something that i enjoy i just enjoyed it and that's it um and 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 i understand that I, I this is a movie that i did feel like talking about the depths of it but not necessarily um engaging in a lot of back and forth about it if someone viewed it differently i understand and i left it at that but i i put my opinion out there and just leave it like this is how i felt about this you know and so I, so it's like a fine line because you can there are certain things where i don't care and there are certain things where i do and nobody right. knows until i say so correct so i don't begrudge anybody for feeling a certain way but um it is odd when people get so upset that other people are engaging a work of art critically 
because it's like that was the purpose of the work of art you don't have to agree with the criticisms and you can feel like shit is a reach there's people that i saw reaching all over black panther to make points that pretty much had nothing to do with the movie correct and that's subjective for me i'm like that's a reach maybe somebody else reads the piece and they go exactly but for me a lot of it was a reach you know but i just chose not to engage with those people right because they're entitled to their opinion uh the almost the the movie almost went out of its way to highlight the difference between wanting to invert the order and become the new oppressor versus a revolutionized i mean a revolution based in liberation too often black men stop at the first step and ignore black women who are already on the second but the fact so many people are fighting against the obvious message is hit dogs hollering and rod talked about the talent that goes overlooked winston duke the actor who played umbaku was uh, has been acting for about a decade but this is his first movie he's been in how long did it take before hollywood discovered sterling k brown after that oj series look at how brian tyree henry blew up after paperboy or laurel and tiffany haddish when we when we get a win like this we all win but nah i'm sure kugel should have just stayed making indie movies and not opening more doors for himself or anyone else he's put uh been putting on right right bill monty says love your guys commentary on black panther i've now seen the movie twice and I already can't wait to go see it again nothing drove home the movie's importance to me more than seeing one of my closest cousins say that what it meant to her seeing dark-skinned black women be so central in a major movie as well as my grandma who was 80 saying the same thing after i took her to see it yesterday me and my grandma also talked about the contrast between how t'challa and killmonger treated women as you guys did i'll admit i was sympathizing with killmonger's pain all the way to the very end of the movie the first time i saw it even while still rooting for t'challa to take back his rightful place as the king of wakanda as rod said the best villains have great sympathetic stories that lead to their awfulness with eric i think that the key point to me is yes it's really fucked up how they did you and at the same time you still gotta go because we don't want you create more niggas like you in the future and we can learn from the mistakes made that lead to led to how toxic you have become love the discussion it's one of the many reasons why i shall continue supporting you guys yo bill the Thank thing i you. thought was the other thing i thought was funny mr span said on uh, uh facebook he was like oh you know Killmonger was gonna send them weapons to uh to uh seti and umar johnson <laughs> i was like exactly exactly we all, we all think signing up with this nigga it's not the people y'all think he's not, not sending the revolutionary people out there he's not sending the vibranium weapons to the to the black lives matter uh Mm-mm queer black film led revolution he said they ain't gonna get them weapons these shits is going straight to the ashes in the hotels fuck out of here uh but yeah i i I, it was revolutionary in many ways and um like i said i hate to i'm not trying to demean or belittle or reduce lapita nyango because obviously nakia was a great character but also how the fuck she been around this long and it's our first movie where we got to just be like what a beautiful woman come on you know dark-skinned black women just don't get that like i'm trying to think of the last movie i saw with a dark-skinned black woman as a love interest that wasn't also about quote-unquote the struggle come on you know like i so i'm gonna enjoy this moment you know what i mean if people feel uncomfortable with it they just gotta be uncomfortable but you know i enjoyed a movie where i got to be like look at lapita fine ass every time that she came on screen you know in addition to being dope as fuck but in a room full of dope fine ass black people everywhere you know uh eve says i'm sure you already know what black panther as a movie meant to me because it meant the same for a lot of black people around the world 
i was never really into comic books growing up but i like comic book shows like the super friends and wonder woman and spider-man and even the incredible hope my only hero was wonder woman really and when the x-men cartoons came out storm was my girl but it wasn't but it still wasn't enough black panther was like a breath of fresh air not only did it feel like my existence was validated um not only that but it felt like my existence was validated there were several times in the movie where i had tears in my eyes and the best part is knowing the babies had this beautiful movie to look up to when i was a kid and we played superheroes i always had to either be wonder woman or the girl wonder twin and the wonder twin sucked uh, didn't they well at least the boy twin now yeah the boy twin just turned to water and ice and shit right now i wonder if that's all they could animate like is that were they doing that in the comics too i don't remember them in the comics i guarantee you the technology i don't know if the cartoons came first or the comic come first comic came first because sometimes things go out of order but it's one of the things where at that time that might have been like well this is all we can think of yeah she'd be like he was like one of the twin powers activate she'd be like shape of a hawk and then he'd be like shape of a bucket of ice i'm like what the fuck what you got the whack powers bro right now when little black kids get to see black panther kill mongo koye and the kia shuri i'm uh, i noticed nobody's naming wakabi as somebody that people want to be although mm-mm. that the the wakabi tribe them niggas did have some dope ass um like capes whatever those were come on and you know what i kept wondering too because it looked so hot i was like why is they wrapped up in them in them uh thuggies you know because I, I like to be wrapped up like that but i was like it's so hot why are they but i was like oh it's a shield i understand but they also they also looked the dopest when they did the at the waterfall where they did the shoulder bouncing thing with them capes on that shit looked yes dope. i'm laughing at the thought of people not wanting to be agent ross even though little white kids won't want to be agent ross they're all gonna want to be t'challa maybe they can be uh killmonger i don't know Come he on. does have a mixtape come um, on and they was joking but i want that mixtape too i want to know what the fuck is i bet just flames on the low y'all joking i wonder if anybody's gonna be uh mbaku i think i'll mm-hmm. i'll dress up as mbaku and yeah. then have a friend a white person dress up as agent ross and then just spend all of the halloween party being like you cannot talk over and over uh to him <laughs> yeah there's gonna be a lot of mbaku's mm-hmm. <laughs> that being said i really appreciate just carrying him some fake snow that he shakes around that being said i really appreciate your perspective about killmonger i thought i was the only one who was losing my my mind about him as a character because so many people were saying killmonger should have been the king and i was like what sure he had some valid points but killmonger was not a good guy i felt sympathetic for him as a child but when he was an adult pure trash yo that's brilliant filmmaking coogler interposing the the child and michael b jordan in that scene mm-hmm. so fucking smart it's so smart because it's right when you're losing sympathy for the dude like yo fuck this dude and then you go back to he's just a hurt little boy and right. you're like ah, i wish a nigga would have invented a time machine went back and hugged this motherfucker <laughs> right all right it's like baby can i adopt you what is right. happening here i don't want you to be this ashy ass nigga here's some lotion baby right like he didn't have to be this way and i felt like there was a sympathy there but like with all human beings there comes a time where despite the little kid that's injured inside of you that's making you act out in a certain way you're now responsible for those actions as an adult and Come nobody on. nobody can sit up here and carry that water for you Mm-mm um sure he has some valid points he's not a good guy i felt something oh pure trash he took too much delight in his violence against women and i'm glad you pointed that out yo it's because the movie was so obviously like we want you to understand that this dude is killing these women and enjoying it 
and it's a stark fucking contrast to the entire wakandan culture like the idea of that not being important bothers the fuck out of me like i don't even want to talk to people who can't go like well clearly that's significant because i don't even feel like that's such a like nuance like i really had to like watch it a few times to understand like nah it was clear like this nigga is completely antithetical to their culture it wasn't just about him being like oh he's a bad guy what do you expect i'm like no it's he wants to lead these people and part of that is you know some of them trying to line up with him and then you see like oh it's impossible to line up with his morality right you know like like the absence of like when his father says you know i failed you and i should have took you home like it's like yeah the absence of that is directly it's not just his i'm gonna take over and colonize people it's more than that he just has no fucking respect you know even his father had respect for the king and those fucking um dora miller jay he did because he was like when they knocked he was like uh they ain't gonna knock again dog right. you, you better open up that fucking door right they ain't gonna knock they won't knock again mm, yeah Mm-mm. like <laughs> next time that door gonna come down and it's gonna be a scene up in this bitch shout out to uncle james though come on that motherfucker was acting uh anyway the movie was life and i plan on seeing it again this week marvel see, can uh, have all my, of my money you see uh what would junior uh said about him that was hilarious that's who he said he gonna be he said he gonna dress up as him walk around with grape soda for halloween yes grape soda and by then him she means zuri uh in the movie oh my bad (laughs) uh paul was will you use any of the home hacks we read this episode we had those home hacks you know get you a bucket of cleaning stuff put put trash bags in the bottom of your trash container stuff like that uh 65 percent said yes they will use some of them zero percent said all of them and 35 percent said nah i'm good that's because you got a dirty ass house <laughs> uh charles says i learned the extra trash bags in the garbage uh trick can trick by watching janitors work the trick with the pillowcases sounds like a good one yep mm-hmm. i thought those were some pretty good hacks me too um <laughs> uh vibranium vibrators was uh episode <laughs> ha, ha, that name 1622 it was just me and karen talking wakandan thoughts and stuff. That's it. um so let me get to the actual episode but yeah on this one we talked about uh, america's being too unhealthy for the military dude got shot by an arrow hobby lobby was having some more issues with a viral challenge mm. so uh deem says i went off when i saw the pics from the hobby lobby challenge i love it and i'm here for it shit if i'm i'm graduating in december i might need to jump on this before they move the flowers behind the register or something i know they're gonna lock them flowers up people gonna go back there they're gonna be like nah you got to ask for these right see as soon as you get your cap and gown put it on go in there and take some pictures come on save your money send mm-hmm. it out to all i bet photographers be out of work now come on right right because you know nowadays you can go buy you know high quality cameras and don't have to spend all that money like like the one we seen where he was actually taking a picture of her and learn how to use your camera like that's neat and you better uh a lot of people gonna do it they're gonna they're gonna tell you they they are taking a picture from wakanda mm-hmm. um so yeah we got some comments on the poll which was have you ever done a dine and dash uh yes or no 12 percent said yes 88 percent said no i appreciate y'all's honesty though 12 percent charles says having worked minimum wage jobs in my youth i have a real understanding how close to the edge people are who work such jobs and service make less than minimum wage plus tips i can never take advantage of them like that yeah i've never done it but i've also Mm -hmm. 
i've never been in a situation where i felt that i would have to do it correct but i also have never done it and i have been broke before like in college and shit and i still wouldn't have done it then yeah for us a lot of times if we didn't have the tip you know we was like well we just go somewhere where you don't have to tip yeah only one time in my life do i remember going somewhere where i fucked up the tip and that was because i fucked up my math it wasn't even um purposeful or like they did a bad job i literally was like we don't have enough money i had to go out to the car lift for change it was at a pizza hut i remember that shit and like i just had enough just to cover it and i felt so bad because i you know i feel like if you go out to eat at a place where you know people are going to do this extra work um just you know you got to deal with this you know like you got to pay that tip doug b says i'm not sure if this counts but i voted yes back in college i was with colleagues for a summer work program in boston while we were eating a giant roach crawled on the wall next to us everyone at the table started panicking so i went and got the manager he told me that just means someone left the back door open there was nothing he could do so i told everyone that we were each leaving five dollars on the table getting the hell out of there the manager came to us as we were leaving and told him to ask the roaches for the rest of the bill yeah doug that's i mean i feel like that counts but not it's not this same as a don and dash but it definitely count because y'all didn't pay for y'all shit but i understand, I understand. you know what I mean? <laughs> like a big ass roach on the wall like uh you know what's funny is uh it must be roaches like everywhere in a restaurant or somewhere in a restaurant like mm-hmm, because all that food the trash and shit and but, you're dealing with people in a lot of restaurants very few restaurants do the proper thing which actually if you not 24 hours with y'all closed I've, I've worked at places that did this but you close they actually at least once a month or once every few months they have like a cleaning crew that literally comes in and they literally scrub the whole restaurant down like if they don't do that every because yo the people that you pay to work they ain't gonna do that shit they ready to go fucking go home they ain't got the time you pay me two dollars 30 an hour i'm not gonna be your deep cleaner so they're gonna only do but so much you like you pay somebody to clean the carpets you pay somebody you know to to move shit and get behind the refrigerator like most restaurants aren't to pay that fee but if you don't do that yeah you're gonna have bugs uh but it's funny though because like if you see a bug it's like fuck this i can't eat anything but i assume, assume bugs must be everywhere i mean yeah. roaches must i mean not roaches but restaurants must take a lot of precautions to keep bugs out of their shit but you have to you know there's there's food and all kinds of shit involved but yeah i definitely couldn't be somewhere where i saw a roach and went oh, i'm gonna just finish this food this yeah and, you know but you know what for some people it depends on the food they might go yeah i see this but damn this is good yeah i think i've um i think um there's certain restaurants where if i saw a roach i would be like i knew this before i came here oh you, you yeah yeah you know, some place you go like, yeah, yeah, like especially if you eat like you know like i know a favorite they used to have this fish fry spot oh my god y'all it was this fish fry spot i couldn't uh like you always had to have like ten dollars to eat there so you know i was in college i didn't always have the money to eat there but right. it was so fucking good but if i would have seen a roach i, I would have just had to be like well i seen a roach and i'm gonna finish this fish plate so you know i've been there but there's a lot of places that you know if i if i saw a roach at this point in my life i have enough means that i would be like no not today i'm not this is not we'll try this again another day right you know mm-hmm. and i'm like hey if i'm paying if i'm paying x amount of monies for my meal nah i'm going mm-mm. what's funny though is like a fly could get in a restaurant and just like be hitting that window all day and we'd be fine it's only well, roaches like flies just get to do it out because fuck the they thing won't. is you normally see one fly 
Mm-hmm. You see a roach, you go, oh, your buddies is around the corner somewhere. It ain't just one of y'all. It depends. It could be like a water bug roach. Them motherfuckers fly solo. They don't even, oh. they don't even have crews. Oh, them things. Cockroaches the ones that be rolling with crews. Okay. Them, them ones scared of fuck. They're the ones that fly. The big mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, the big ones. Them, them they scared kiss, the shit out of them. Them can kiss my ass, man. I remember one time I seen one and I didn't know what the fuck it was. And, uh, he, I seen him and I was like, what the fuck is that? Then I went to go spray him and he flew. I think I used a whole can of raid on his ass. I was like, oh, my, you got to fuck us fly? No. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing mess you up. Do you need this? Yeah. Nothing mess you up quicker than that. Thank you. A fly roach. That'll, that'll change your whole life. Um, all right. Uh, so then Rockstar says, I done Don and Dash and, as a teenager once i made a college i stopped one time during well that's also when you can get arrested for it and be on your permanent record one time during prom weekend about three friends of mine and i decided we were keeping our money get some extra weed so i told my friends at the table i'm gonna leave first and start the car i will leave my sweater at the table to make it seem like i'm coming back i told one of my buddies to grab the sweater as they left keep in mind this is one of my new fits for the weekend of festivities i leave i leave his plan pull the car around front everybody comes running to the car we drive off a hop on the freeway on our way to the weed man everybody's laughing it up and partying i asked my friend where's my fat albert fubu sweater everybody is sitting there looking stupid i yelled at my friend so tough since i paid too much for a sweater that was only going to be in style for a couple of months i turned my car around went back to denny's against my friend's wishes but i was gonna get my sweater back one way or another i walked into denny's and what you said you looking for this raised up my sweater in her hand we made a deal i paid for my food got my fubu sweater back this is one of the last down the dashes that i did but i got several more stories about down the dashes oh yeah we still got the weed with the rest of the money that wasn't used on denny's damn that's wild that's that shit backfired on you fast as fuck and i'm worried if they gonna seat me because i'm being too black you gonna hit down and dashing I know. must be nice i know and i i guess i i'm i i have um i'm one of them punks that been taught uh at a very young age that police will haul your black ass to jail so i'm like nah i'm doing what well, pay the pay the bill pay the bill don't you dine and dash mm-hmm. you leave i pay your bill and cuss you out next time i see your black ass if you do that uh eve says um for episode 1623 natalie portman feminism tm uh, Roddy can't oh wait what am i doing i'm sorry let me scroll down actually it wasn't eve richard goes first i hope black panther annihilates annihilation this weekend yeah oh, man it, it will i was on the fence about seeing that fucking movie man tessa thompson's in there too which is another reason i wanted to see it right but, but that interview with natalie portman man it just left such it felt like the matt damon shit where yeah, it kept a nasty taste in my mouth yeah where it's like i'm not trying to boycott you i don't want nothing to happen to you i ain't gonna start no hashtag i'm mm-hmm. not quote unquote canceling you but reading that shit i was like but why take the road like why do you even pretend to be on board i almost would rather you just be like man i don't care about that shit like honestly i would rather a white person that is going to take one of these race bent roles just come out and be like man i didn't know and i don't care it's not a big deal to me anyway moving on but they want it both ways they're like i care so deeply for the minorities and i hope they are done it is so wrong anyway i took the role and uh, i will be playing a native american money uh, uh woman in this movie my name is gonna be jane warhawk and I, i'm like you knew this was you knew this was fucked up uh <laughs> anyway uh 
Bro- uh, brooklyn shoe says in regards to cinemac not a lot cinemark not allowing big bags into the theater be- to be fair i did not carry a big bag when i took my daughters to see black panther last friday night we tried to finish the popeye's chicken before we go to the theater but my oldest daughter <laughs> is a slow eater so i pushed the box containing her three tenders and a biscuit into the inside pocket right, of my trench coat too long mm-hmm um there's a lot of pressure when you as a kid and y'all trying to sneak something to the theater right because you got to eat that shit fast you better uh so i pushed the box containing my three tenders and a biscuit into the inside pocket of my trench coat but i did buy the collectible black panther popcorn bucket and soda so it was even right lol i'll say this too um the um the the, the theater must be pissed at people sneaking food in at this point and i can't really blame them I mean, that shit yes, is overpriced. No, I'm talking about the theater. Okay, not the people. Of course, it's overpriced. I understand that point, right? People like I ain't paying. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, but now they offer so much variety at some of these fucking places. Some, it's like a goddamn them, restaurant, right? Some of them like a fucking McDonald's. Would you like a pizza? Would you like chicken? Oh, you want French fries with that? Yeah, it's like uh I would like uh soda and would you like some artisanal um pizza? I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's how the AMC is. How long is that gonna take? Like you I order know. some food and then they be like, Now go wait over in the lobby area. You like I thought I was just pizza, popcorn. It used to be a simple transaction. Nachos. What can I get the fastest? Y'all keep the cheese in the warming drawer. Let's go. I know. A salsa, pizza, popcorn and candy. That was it. Yeah, now these motherfuckers in there were like, Sir, would you like buttermilk chicken tenders? I'm like yes but that's a lot of pressure on you right you know i got five minutes to this movie star how you gonna make that right or either you know now a lot of amc they was like yes would you like a martini with that what 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 a drink right uh anyway uh <laughs> they got special drinks for the movies and shit yeah they do would you like a kill manga and coke or would you like yes a to chocolate shake like i, I don't know uh i'm telling you riding karen i'm still riding the high black path i was riding on the train i saw a young black woman with her face made up like shuri and wearing a black beret yeah my niece and my mom went to the theater and they were dressed like shuri um and it was adorable mm-hmm. as i exited the train i said what kind of forever she gave me the universal black people nod yesterday i was walking past a hotel in manhattan the doorman was crossing his arms across his chest and bowing to everybody that passed the hotel's threshold come on they were ignoring him guess the race as i passed my daughter i stopped crossed my arms and shouted what kind of forever my man nearly fell over we dapped hard gave bro hugs <laughs> and we're just so happy to make that connection oh yeah um at the basketball court i ask everybody how they seen it and then we do the dap and if they haven't seen it we still might do the dap but uh you know everybody like all and then when we was playing basketball like if i hit a shot i'm like what kind of forever like shit like that so it was uh so much fun um uh he's uh anyway um he said i made his day i told my daughter that i was that i was an amazing and he told my daughter that i was an amazing woman my heart is still smiling as my daughter's uh side black panther helped uh black people make new friends uh as my, as my daughter saw yeah ll she then joked that i could stand in the middle of nowhere shot with kind of forever and a black person would just parachute in to dap me up because yeah. the movie is that powerful somebody go find you eve says i laughed so hard about the kfc running out of chicken 
uh in the uk because it reminded me of the time when kfc started serving grilled chicken and oprah gave everybody in america access to coupons for a free chicken dinner and they ran out of chicken mm-hmm. oh i remember that yeah people were losing their damn minds there were several new stories uh news stories about it and of course they interviewed a bunch of black people the buffoonery in those interviews <laughs> were over the top oh we covered that on the show we played them interviews too they uh, was not happy it was driving out to the middle of nowhere for that chicken too and i keep thinking Knowing of them little places in the hick town boom town nowhere you you fucking up their lunch rush mm-hmm. like all the way out here in waysboro north carolina people I, are lined around the block for kfc grilled chicken I, yeah man i drove all the way out here and they ain't got no chicken man i'm like damn these niggas yeah, i mad. drove all the way from marsville north carolina to come out here i drove all the way out here from kingston north carolina to get to come out here i came out here i didn't know i was gonna have to be waiting down 74 for four dollars worth of grilled chicken from kfc even come on couldn't be your boy uh and i keep thinking about the british people with their proper english accents acting a damn fool they were the best that you know what that's what made it that little girl i forgot what she said she's something like i'm sad i'm something and i'm disappointed oh her feelings was hurt she was mad as shit i gotta find that clip i'm gonna put that that gotta go into the drops because that was so perfect she said i'm sad i'm angry and i'm disappointed i said damn little girl calm down not here for the bullshit she is not fucking with she was not fucking with them that kfc can you blame her oh man we've all been that kid uh as for cinemark not allowing big bags anymore they uh, that's another laugh that's not gonna stop anyone from bringing big snacks into the theater yeah i'm gonna be in there like papa from um from uh (laughs) shy with a with a big old snack bag a family size chips in my backpack <laughs> i'm the queen of sneaking food into the theater i brought in two burritos from chipotle one for me and one for my husband <laughs> a bottle of water and some candy over the years i've taken in wendy's taco bell panera chinese food Ooh, good for you <laughs> a shrimp dinner pizza and friend and friend chi- fried chicken i am undefeated and those colonizers can't stop me wakanda forever i feel come you. on yeah i i I do uh i i would sneak in more but karen's just not a good accomplice so i am not i am not good at this she she think we're gonna go to prison or some shit (laughs) like they ain't gonna do shit they catch it we just gonna look at them like and nigga the most you gotta do is go back outside and put in the car but karen you can't do no crimes with karen i i tell people i am not the one to do crime we are if they catch my black ass we all getting caught we all showing up at your house i'm gonna they gonna flash that light on me i am singing on y'all black ass that's why i'm like i am good with the crimes dog i'm not it's 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 tough not to go to jail for shit you ain't do so i'm not doing shit to go to jail mm-hmm um and the poll was will trump pass new gun control laws four percent of the audience said yes he will pass some new laws 12.5 percent say he will try but he will fail and 83 percent think he won't even try to pass any laws for gun control uh it'll be interesting because they are having all these meetings and shit and um not to be too crass but these are white kids with money so uh a lot a lot more people seem to be sympathetic and they're old enough to be activated like they're activists they care they're speaking for themselves some of them got to meet with the president other ones they're just getting on tv and being interviewed every five minutes and shit compared to you know a lot of kids that never really got that so um 
it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out mm-hmm. um, um I, I i think several ways about this uh i think uh for me um i'm glad mm-hmm. that they've been activated i'm glad that they're speaking out i'm glad that they're forcing these changes you know and forcing uh people to listen uh but only time will tell uh because they're angry and they're mad as time goes on we will see if this intensity will keep up you know because i i understand why people get mad because there's a lot of brown people and black people that have been saying hey we've been out here bad about this shit forever but the only reason why not the only reason why but for some of them the only reason why you even spoke up because it's your friends and your family members when you thought it was happening to the to the kids in chicago and their public school system you did not give a fuck so you know that makes a lot of people mad because they go oh what's happening to y'all but the thing about it that money ain't gonna matter on certain shit you see them kids was down there and they was like you know what no and they voted and they took their black they, they took their asses back where the fuck they came from they're gonna look them in the eye and go no like they tell everybody else yeah america love guns too much come on they don't care about your money and wealth and influence and all but, of a sudden you have a heart but they also love these these white kids have a privilege that a lot of kids don't have like black kids have been uh done anti-gun protests and shit before this but nobody gave a fuck they weren't getting on tv and getting interviewed about it you know so it's kind of the perfect storm uh we have two voicemails let me see if i can play them um on skype okay i think that's a missed out all right cool well thank you for your missed out unknown person um <laughs> let's see if we can get this one um this is from yesterday is this the number that i can reach umbako because ah! you have a thick ass beard so <laughs> i'm assuming that all thick ass beard havers or wearers know each other so could you get in contact with the dubai clan for me and ah! tell them to come down the mountain so i can introduce myself <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> um hey ron this is iman um I finally got to see Black Panther Wednesday. Me and my daughter were doing much better. We're still trying to kick these coughs because mm. that the flu gave us, but we're not contagious anymore, so that was good. I was getting desperate by Monday, and I was thinking, just forget everybody. I'm just going to spread my germs. I really want to see this movie. <laughs> but, of course, I didn't do that. So I just I deactivated my Facebook, and I just stayed off of Instagram. It just felt like... I just felt it in my in the wind that I was like, I don't think people can hold on with not spoiling this movie, so I'm just going to stay off of social media. But, yeah, so I made it to Wednesday, no spoilers, and it was great. So I'm finally, like, catching up on episodes and other content that has to do with Black Panther. And I really enjoyed uh, listening to you guys' thoughts about it. Yep. But that was it. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm about to see it again today. Today is Friday. We're going to take my uncle to go see it with us. Because when we went to in the theater Wednesday, and my husband, he told this other old black man who was in the theater with us, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my fourth time. He's like, fourth time? And he looked all shocked. And he's like, yeah. He's like, it's amazing. He's like, I love this movie. I was like, I love this movie, too. I'm so excited. Even though, like, only ten people were, like, in the theater. But, okay, love you guys. Bye-bye. 
oh thank you <laughs> thank you your mama and them going to see it this again this weekend with some of her brothers and sisters who hadn't seen it they all got together i was like you're going to see it again she was like yeah we got a group text and some of them hadn't seen it yet so she said we're going again today look i've been three times it's so fucking good it's like i can't wait to own it on blu-ray it's so good i i feel like there's only two types of time i have right now time watching black panther and wasted time okay duh so i like i actually been going back and revisiting some of the mcu movies and shit i seen that um on my voodoo um app uh and i've just been watching some of uh some of those movies and stuff and thinking of you know putting it out in the context and it just makes it so much more masterful how they did it you know everything they did was just so well thought out great job everybody mm-hmm. uh we got some emails rachel says hey rod and karen so i'm not sure what episode it was but i wanted to write you about my experience with, pro- with your experience with the probably racist woman not seeing you at that restaurant first of all as a bi woman i know the feeling of paranoia that can come from not knowing for sure why you've been you're being mistreated um right but given that we live in such a racist society even that if that woman wasn't being racist i don't think it actually being paranoid to assume that she was my main reason for writing though is to ask you what can white people uh trying to be good allies like me do in a situation where they recognize that their actions could be interpreted as racist in this situation i imagine i would at least helped if it would at least help to share made friendly conversation instead of avoiding eye contact or offer to bring you an appetizer to the bar but i'd love to hear your thoughts personally i've got a lot of social anxiety issues as well as just being generally socially awkward and introverted and i'm sure i've made people of color wonder if i was acting weird because they're race it doesn't really seem believable to be like hey i promise i'm not racist i'm just weird without actually backing that up in any way but i don't really know how i could do that i feel like this is one this one probably doesn't have an easy solution but i want to hear what y'all had to say about it love y'all love the show rachel um well so okay so let's assume for a second she wasn't being racist because like the, the obvious answer is she probably was being racist and that's why she stayed all the way on the other side of the room and didn't make eye contact and whatnot um my guess would be she could have maybe updated us like come over and be like hey it's gonna probably be about another five minutes yeah um you know do y'all need anything while you're waiting something like that you know or or, um, or either initially when she gave us a time gave us a reason you know because we're mm-hmm. not irrational and logical like hey you or it could have been something like hey we're kind of short staff right now we got one server on the floor you know da 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 just be like i know y'all see these empty tables but let me explain it to you but it was like nothing right so what are we supposed to go off of no information like mm-hmm. most people are reasonable if you tell them something and give them a logical explanation of you still gonna have people to show their ass don't get me wrong but most people are gonna understand yeah and that's and then the other part of this is there's just certain shit you can't help right and that's kind of the sadness and the the tragedy of privilege and systemic like societal issues is that some people are going to be distrustful of you and there's nothing you can do about it and it's not your fault and it's not really your responsibility to try to fix that or to 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 acquit yourself it's really not and you can almost drive yourself mad trying to acquit yourself correct some people will operate on good faith and they'll be like yo i don't think this person is racist uh, i don't think this person is whatever privilege you have i'm i'm going to just trust them and, and, and unless they do something otherwise some people are very much like i'm tired of being hurt tired of being let down and i don't give a fuck who you are what you say i'm going to treat you like you're the enemy until i unless i feel that it's proven otherwise and there's nothing you can do you shouldn't like 
uh <clears throat> for example me being a man i hang out in a lot of spaces where there's women a lot of lgbtq people um might be my friends of mine on social media and stuff or you know they listen to the show and whatnot i never tried to perform if you know what i'm saying like i never felt like let me go find a way to show you i am safe you know when people write the show when we had a facebook group i would tell them it's not necessarily a safe space and i don't want people to call it that because i think people that call it shit like that are the ultimate like egotistical control freaks right because you can't control human beings Mm-hmm. and once there becomes so many people people are toxic and people are toxic to different people in different groups for different reasons you, the most you can do is try to be like hey we're not gonna allow this hey don't say that that that's the most you really can do i mean it's not like we throwing motherfuckers in jail in a facebook group right right so you know you might can kick somebody out for for violating the rule but you can't really guarantee that it would never happen in the first place which is to me what you know part of the uh illusion of like the safety is like i'll make sure this doesn't happen nah i'm gonna be reacting to it and i don't have all the answers sometimes my authentic reaction is what you have and what you get sometimes i can't see certain things unless um i someone unless i have seen it explained or read it or something like that and even then i'm not always still sure what the right answer is correct you know um when it comes to like uh women in my life and shit like that like there's some women i can tell from jump they're looking for a reason to mistrust me from from jump but it's because of their lived experience of a lot of untrustworthy ass niggas fucking them over right so i i'm not gonna live my life to prove i'm not like the next nigga that's just stupid i can only live my life with the fucking uh morality and the convictions that i have some people will gravitate towards it some people will loosen up and feel like okay this dude isn't ever gonna be like and now that i got you alone let me pull my dick out of some some weird shit right there but but we read articles about men that do shit like that all day every day the most i can really do is try to be understanding of the perspective that somebody would have that would view me as a threat right you know and that and that's as a black man that is a difficult thing to constantly stay aware of because part of the way that america oppresses black men specifically is that we are considered a threat when we aren't right but i have to accept that to certain to lgbtq people to women um to certain children sometimes they may see me as the potential for a threat that i feel that i'm not and the niggas that are threats they don't take the time out to be like i'm gonna wear a threat t-shirt could you don't you can't tell the difference so i have to understand and have some empathy for the fact that hey it might look like my neighbor not (laughs) waving at me even though we live next door to each other for years and you know i can tell she gets out her car after i get out my car um and go in the house like i you know could be racist could be that she just uh is looking out for her own safety and feels a certain way about men and shit i don't know you know i don't know she had a man stalk her in the past i don't know she's been threatened i don't know she's been physically abused i don't know she's been sexually assaulted i don't know that shit so to a certain extent i have to just accept that i don't have any control over these things and people see what they want to see you know um the longer we do this show and the more popular it gets the more i recognize i'm gonna have to accept that some people's right to be wrong about me is just their right to be wrong about me and it ain't my business 
come on you know i constantly tell people about like some shit ain't my business and i try to stay out of it you know it's so so i try to handle what i what i know and act on that information but i try not to to hop in shit that's not my business and it's really not that woman's business if i think there's her her establishment or her policy might be racist it's not it's like there's really nothing she can do about it and i don't want her to feel obligated to like treat me differently because i'm black or whatever you know i it felt racist but it's the same reason i didn't write the yelp review that like karen wanted to write um it's the reason i didn't feel like going back up there it was just kind of this we come out of wakanda we're back to america you know type of moment so but but yeah i would not waste i don't waste any time trying to prove i'm something that people think i'm i am uh i'm that i'm not something that people think i am when it's negative because it's just you can't convince those people you know and i don't mean that to tell somebody like don't even try to be not racist i'm saying Mm -hmm. be not racist and your actions will show that you aren't right you know? your actions will show but not every oppor- not every interaction is an opportunity to prove you're not racist and honestly don't white those kind of white people can be a bit exhausting come on when they spend every fucking moment trying to convince you how not racist they are it's like dog just be you just be natural like just like <laughs> right just be natural you don't you know you don't have to wear a i'm not racist t-shirt you know because most black people and brown people just want to be treated with respect period like that right there is the bare minimal right and once you do that you're most people will let their guards down you know and won't be as defensive dog i've been in a situation where like if i'm the other day i was coming uh in the house from playing basketball my neighbor who lives upstairs was coming downstairs for something i don't know what for exactly um and i think she's like works out a lot or whatever and she's walking down the stairs in like some tights and like just like a like a bra like i don't even know if it's a sports bra it's like just a bra right maybe like a bathing suit top i don't know where but we obviously she wasn't expecting to see it like she was just going out to a car and then coming right back right she was she didn't like she was expecting to see me and i damn sure wasn't expecting to look up and see some titties coming across the fucking hallway either right made eye contact i immediately just looked down like okay like i don't know like i don't mean to be you know right i don't want you to feel like i looked up and was like god damn some titties you know like that'll make you uncomfortable we live in the same area i don't want to go through this every time you know you next time you see me it's the nigga that stared at my titties now is this so unreasonable that somebody walking around some titties hanging out that any person man woman or child might look up and be like oh god damn some titties i'm not saying that's unreasonable but in my mind all that shit happened in the blink of a second and maybe that makes an impact and she next time she sees me she's like oh cool the dude that understood i didn't want my titties stared at Come coming on. down the stairs or maybe she didn't even notice or maybe she fucking said i see him looking my titties for a second this motherfucker i don't know you know what i'm saying i don't get to control that i can only control what i do and what i decided to do is to say uh hey and immediately look down like oh what's this on the ground in front of me let me walk to my house right like come on i feel like that's kind of a space when you have privilege where you're not gonna be sure you're not gonna know what's in their head you just gotta control your own actions and live your own convictions so that's what i would say i hope you know if that white woman wasn't racist and that was just a policy i'll never know you know maybe next time i come in there if i ever go back i'll ask and be like hey so what's the deal with this you know but in general i don't know felt racist 
but that's it that's the pair i wanted to say that example on the show because that's the paranoia that we live with as black people in america and it's the plausible deniability that someone could consciously be like i don't want black people eating here um and and do that to us right and the thing is because racism is so subtle small actions that can be denied is how it's out and open now you know and for the fact that like roger said that's something that she could come and give all kinds of excuses and the average person who was not there or don't understand or did see it and don't know the subtle ways that racism can present it go okay and just ignore the complaint yeah now i just look like a crazy person if i explain this to somebody well what did she do well she said it would be 15 20 minutes to wait well how do you know it wasn't 15 20 minutes well they sat the people in front of us what did they were those people maybe they waited the 15 to 20 minutes well i guess i don't know how long those people were there like and now it becomes a whole thing where you know it's just it's no fun and i came out to eat to have fun so um all right uh next email um this is from crystal hey new listener and i love your show hey rod and karen i'm a newish listener to the show and just started listening a few months ago your show makes work so much more bearable after moving for work from uh a work environment that i love to one that i tolerated but had my work buddies to one where i'm the only black face or even a young face i often feel isolated and lonely at work and i have a one hour commute to boot however listening to you and karen's infectious voice often has me anticipating lunch or leaving so i can finish listening to the show i initially started listening after hearing your take on the pbs vietnam documentary and thought wow this show is so awesome as a gen x millennial or whatever our generation is i feel my age catching up to me i'm 37 years old and i'm just learning how to use podcasts yeah uh mainly out of necessity due to my new long commute since we moved to florida it was uh hard trying to find podcasts that i felt catered to my unique age group some i felt were too young or like with early 20 somethings and then i found the read and i binged on that and my quest of black pop culture started i stumbled on your show during a long search on my iphone and felt i finally found what i was looking for so anyways thank you thank you that's so nice yes Rod, I often hear you mention you're an introvert, and I'm guessing Karen is an extrovert. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I'm the introvert in my relationship, and my boyfriend is the extrovert. I brought him, uh, uh, uh I brought him about my, oh wait, about the technological train, lol, even though he works in IT and loves your podcast too. He too is an agnostic slash atheist, although he grew up Catholic. Anyways, it's getting long, so let me get to the point. He is the extrovert of our relationship, and being with him, I'm often fascinated by the extrovert-introvert relationships. It causes issue. It causes issues in a relationship initially, but after um, actually sitting down to discuss our differences and that it doesn't mean you are right or I'm wrong, we simply see things differently. This is a this is based on one of your more recent podcasts where you mentioned a list of things that people in happy relationships do. Although I am an introvert i typically love going out to clubs bars and lounges but then I, when i get there with my friends or even him and wonder what the fuck is, was i thinking let me take a few shots because i must have been insane to agree to this lol i have going uh, i love going i think that's natural i think a lot of people go to the club and they have to drink because of that type of shit um a lot of, i think a lot of drinking at clubs and shit is just coping we have to quote unquote loosen up i love going on vacation theme parks like disney and sightseeing 
i'm always trying to find events to go to i typically drag my mom and our four-year-old daughter along for the adventure he on the other hand prefers to stay in the house and often ask why do we have to do this it's so fascinating the dynamics of the introvert extrovert relationship he's like you ride and that he barely wants to do anything for birthdays while i'm smiling and such however i only enjoy these activities with one other person if you place me in a room of strangers i get anxiety and think about how would a normal person act i know that feeling uh talk about the weather no that's stupid ask what they do for a living no that's too intrusive wait stop being a weirdo look at your phone so you look normal while he is a natural with strangers and will get on the floor and dance during the cha doing the cha-cha uh while i'm sitting at the table in the corner with my permanent bitch face plastered because i forget to fake i'm happy to be here face he's trying to get me to dance and i'm too worried about my non-rhythm and getting my black car revoked because i'm counting on the ones and threes as karen says after being together for so long he knows when i'm in peril and typically will try to break the ice with the strangers as he knows my comfort subjects are anything healthcare or work related because i'm a nerd and a pharmacist and that will get me talking non-stop lol anyways all just to ask did the differences between you and karen initially cause issues or was it a perfect fit thanks again for all you do glam chick 99 um hmm i don't feel like it necessarily did but we were we got together at a very young age we were very um lucky in that way and i think we also kind of formed patterns and habits younger so that i think at a time where it would have been like very like say if we would have met at 25 we probably would have been having totally different types of lives um you just kind of get used to somebody's rhythm at a certain age and um i think you know you get used to that you know like we go out if we go to some event where there's gonna be dancing and stuff karen will probably dance but i wouldn't oh yeah oh yeah and it's also like i said we have different personalities but i can from an extrovert perspective i had to understand his introvert perspective because people that are extroverts are like oh fuck you and and not fuck you as fuck you but like this these are the things that i want to do so i'm gonna get out here and dance i'm gonna do these things and sometimes they can almost actually disregard the feelings of an introvert but their feelings matter too and for a lot of extroverts they feel like oh man you always ruining shit i want to do some stuff then i gotta look at your black ass and you want to stay at the walls and you don't you know a lot of times it causes conflict with a conflict a lot of times don't actually need to be there it's just a difference in the personalities and you need to be understanding to your mate and people that are introverts are looking like every time we go out i gotta i gotta deal with you dancing i gotta deal with you leaving me alone like i, I gotta sit here looking and it's just a difference in the personalities it's it, in in a relationship it's a balance so we've learned how to kind of balance each other out like when we go do things uh particularly when we travel we both understand we're both going to respond completely different differently i understand if we go do something we actually need to come back and rest you know i'm like go 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 the whole time but that's because that's my personality but I was like, okay i've done this event i've had enough and let's go back and let's rest and a lot of times i actually need to rest too but because my personality always want me to go 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 i had to learn okay this rest actually benefits both parties and it's not that bad actually going you know what you were right and i think a lot of times particularly when people see each other at get when they're get together and as they get older a lot of people think they're right all the time when you're alone not alone as far as like when you're not in a relationship you don't have to consult 
of people's feelings people's emotions how they feel you don't have this emotional attachment to them so you can just do what you want to do you don't have any responsibility to this person but when you do you have to consider those things and i think uh that we're both learning and also i think i've kind of pulled roger out of that and to say oh it's okay to do certain things you don't have to uh, actually be a flower on the wall for everything yeah i think well see the other thing is uh, a lot of people think of introversion as social awkwardness i'm not socially awkward no you're not i talk like i talk to people i'm funny people like me people love like if 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 it is a situation where there's small talk happening people normally gravitate towards me because i'm not talking about the same shit everybody's talking about so like it's not it's not necessarily that but it's just like the it does drain me to be around a lot of people and shit like it just is what it is and like i accept that and i like to recharge my batteries i like to be charged up before i go to places i like to gear up and i think the more time i have to do that the better it is when i go out but um and i'm not the kind of person that's like oh man i had a i was gonna have a bad time but i got around all these people and these people made me have a good time it's kind of the opposite where it's like i knew i wanted to have a good time so i took the time to rest and prepare myself so that i could show up and just have be my best self we're right to break hold on we're coming right back let me go to the next session uh real quick guys uh shouldn't take but a second no problem man. like i said that's in between him and me a lot of times people charge me up like we're completely different so you know like when we went to what was the negro con like came back from that and i uh, we knew we were opposites but that's when we realized we were the complete opposite because i could say on the way back roger was like let's do a show and i was completely i was like oh everybody gone my all the energy that i had spent on 100 had left me so i was like nobody's here and then i needed the time to recover because introverts and extroverts both need time to recover just at different times yeah and i and like i said it's like uh like you said in your email i mean there's no right or wrong to it just mm-hmm. how people work and the mm-hmm. thing is best for people to recognize how they work and i'm sure there's not extremes always there's a lot of stuff on the spectrum and there's correct you know there's been times where i felt more where i feel more outgoing and i i'll be it'll seem that i'm more extroverted just you know i'll have times where i'm like i'm gonna talk to this stranger i'm gonna stop and do that and i think another thing that makes me feel that way is the more happier i am and the more um uh in tune with myself i am the easier it is to have those moments where i'm like you know what i'm gonna like uh the stranger that just came up to me at the mall like fuck it i'm gonna talk to them today you know so um you know you have to deal with that but like i said i've never felt like it was an issue in our relationship necessarily mm-hmm. i think the only situations and this these still happen like this <laughs> these don't go away but the only situations that i really get like oh my god is like um if i'm somewhere and i'm ready to go and karen's like i'm talking to this person so fuck whatever you're doing like those are the only I'm times i'm trying I'm to just, get better about that i ain't gonna lie i'm trying but those are the only times that i really feel like no promises you know, made yeah like like okay this is some this is for the birds you know this this extrovert shit but and you know and i try my best not, not to be the person that go somewhere and immediately like dude i hate everything this is trash let's go let's leave you know i try to keep from doing that because you know that's something i have to watch because i've been places where i'm like i'm not having a good time right away and this shit i didn't really want to come here and this shit is whack let's go do something else you know like 
i've been that person and i try to not be that person but it's it's a it's a it's a struggle it's a fine line yeah and and, and it's a balancing act like i said i try to the older particularly the older i've got i try to be more aware of that and more alert of that uh and, and actually just knowing your mate and knowing um their body language and things like that but you you only learn that over time yeah it's just interesting because you definitely um you definitely like it's it's a, it's a thing you definitely have to have empathy for the other person and then correct that, that's really the major thing all right um last email nerd geek ninja says hey Ryder karen hope this gets in in time and y'all are doing well just add to my voicemail black panther was also the first time a black man was called a gorilla and i didn't cringe man ape in the comics always came off as kind of stupid unintelligent and they gave him a lot more depth in my opinion and frankly growing up reading black panther i thought the character was a little racist yeah that's true everybody did man ape come on i i teared up watching it the second time because i love all the female characters in this film that fight scene in the casino is one of my favorite parts okoye flying down those stairs like an avenging angel and every time she smiled while fighting mm-hmm yeah i love the move where she uh takes the 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 staff and knocks dude on both knees hits him in the nuts then tases him with one end of the stick and then kicks his ass down over the flight of stairs like nigga oh she was so bad Killmonger conversation with his father had me thinking about how African Americans are set apart in a way that other blacks in the diaspora, uh, because although we are all touched by slavery in some way, we as a people have a jadedness and bitterness that sometimes seems inescapable. We don't know who our tribes are or where we're from in a specific way. We're grasping at what information we can get. Killmonger was in the same, was the same in an extreme way. He didn't come with respect or reverence for a culture he knew he was somehow part of, but yet resented which also makes me think about marcus garvey and the liberal liberia project uh oh this movie is so deep uh like you said there's a lot more that can be said and discussed about and around this film for years to come and i'm really happy about that uh at least in my circles we've had been having some conversations especially when it comes to childhood hurts about blackness and africanness uh yeah man i didn't grow up with a lot of africans and shit so Mm -hmm. i didn't i never had the uh i just don't have some of the issues around it that i think a lot of people have Correct. because i think as with all things when you're a kid if you're introduced to a concept a lot of good and a lot of bad mm-hmm. happens right then and there and there's the african buddhist scratches our africans are dirty nasty shit coming from african americans come on uh and then there's the you motherfuckers don't know y'all people y'all not the same as me yes y'all are the reason you're oppressed because you do it to yourselves coming from african people and i've never really had to experience that with anybody thank god so i it just you know it just always came off as uh kind of theoretical for me you know i hear people talk about it but i didn't have to deal with it so and i'm glad to have not had to be on either side of that trauma where i said some fucked up shit about african people or had something said fucked up to me from african people because i don't need another fucking trauma to undo as an adult you know um and i'm and this has been a really cool experience to see most people just having a good time and vibing and feeling the unity that was the message of this movie Mm -hmm. that is beautiful and i I hope people can keep that feeling for a long time uh like okay that's all i wanted to add i could talk about this movie forever love you guys amon thanks amon thank you baby uh and then last thing we got uh this 
for my man monkey blood Corey. shout out to the address label where he literally put monkey blood though i was like what what the hell um <laughs> like if somebody racist send this to me did man ape send this i know what's happening i don't here. want no monkey blood man ape. but he says thanks for the show rod and karen i threw in another one for justin Corey, and um it's uh he's a i guess a, a artist mm-hmm. and he gave us these prints of uh black panther's mask let me see if you guys can see it can i see it mm-hmm. um and he gave one for me and justin and, and karen so thank you so much man this is do- these are super dope um see if i can frame these or something i'm about to say yeah frame one uh but yeah thank you man he also put his card in here uh, he does tattoos monkey blood tattoo at gmail.com um uh so yeah that's that's dope man mm-hmm. y'all if you need some tattoos uh hit them up man so appreciate you bruh um and we will uh like i said i'm gonna look for a frame and see if i can put this up in here somewhere man mm-hmm. uh it's funny i <laughs> uh every time i bought black panther tickets i got an email like you want a free black panther poster you want a free black panther poster and i was gonna get it but i thought it looked so ugly i was like i don't like this poster it doesn't look good and uh now i'm gonna take i'm gonna buy a frame for this and i'll put this up instead come on uh tomorrow's guest will be marcia belsky of the misandry with marcia and ray podcast oh shit now yeah i uh, can't wait for that, that she's uh fun. it should be real fun 10 a.m so we'll see you guys sunday uh morning all right so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>